This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time from your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at NetSuite.com slash crunch. Get your free guide at NetSuite.com slash crunch. One year later, the future of foldables remains uncertain. By Brian Heater. Yesterday, Samsung announced that the Galaxy Flip Z sold out online. What precisely that means is hard to say, of course, without specific numbers from the company, but it's probably enough to make the company bullish about its latest wade into the foldable waters in the wake of last year's folds, well, let's just say troubles. Response to the device has been positive. I wrote mostly nice things about the flip, with the caveat that the company only loaned out the product for 24 hours. I won't complain here about heading into the city on a Saturday in 20-degree weather to return the device. I'm mostly not that petty. Heck, the product even scored a slightly better score on iFixit's repairability meter than the Razer. Keep in mind it got a 2 out of 10 to Motorola's 1 out of 10, the lowest score, but in 2020, we're all taking victories where we can get them. There's been some negative coverage mixed in as well, of course. iFixit noted that the Flip could have some potential long-term dusty problems due to its hinge, writing, It seems like dust might be this phone's kryptonite. Also, the $1,400 phone's new improved folding glass has proven to be vulnerable to fingernails, of all things. A definite downside if you have, you know, fingers. Reports of cracked screens have also begun to surface, owing perhaps to cold weather. It's still hard to say how widespread these concerns are. Samsung's saving grace, however, could well be the Razer. First, the device made it through a fraction of the folds of Samsung's first-gen product, and then reviewers and users alike complained of a noisy fold mechanism and build quality that might be... lacking. A review at input had some major issues with the screen that appeared to fall apart at the seams, again, perhaps due to cold weather. Motorola went on the defensive, issuing the following statement, We have full confidence in Razer's display and do not expect consumers to experience display peeling as a result of normal use. As part of its development process, Razer underwent extreme temperature testing. As with any mobile phone, Motorola recommends not storing, e.g. in a car, your phone in temperatures below minus 4 degrees Fahrenheit and above 140 degrees Fahrenheit. If consumers experience device failure related to weather during normal use and not as a result of abuse or misuse, it will be covered under our standard warranty. Consensus among reviews is to wait. 
The flip is certainly a strong indication that the category is heading in the right direction, and Samsung is licensing its folding glass technology, which should help competitors get a bit of a jump start and hopefully avoid some of the pitfalls of the first-gen fold and razor. A new survey from PC Magazine shows that 82% of consumers don't plan to purchase such a device, with things like snapping hinges, fragile screens, and creases populating the list of concerns. Which, honestly, fair enough on all accounts. The rush to get to market has surely done the category a disservice. Those who consider themselves early adopters are exactly the people who regularly read tech reviews, and widespread issues are likely enough to make many reconsider pulling the trigger on a $1,500 to $2,000 device. Even early adopters are thrilled about the idea of beta testing for that much money. Two steps forward, one step back, perhaps? Let's check back in a generation or two from now and talk. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 